Hello and welcome to episode 96 of the Twin Picks podcast. I am your host, Dan. I'm your host, Nicole. And this week we're talking about two movies that our pals, Sarah and Phil, from Radio Gore Press helped us choose in the last episode. Halloween themed, we're talking about Halloween 3 Season of the Witch and Hell House LLC. After that, we'll announce the theme for the next episode. And the final section is Stitch Up, where one of us has to watch a terrible movie. This time it was your turn again, and you had to watch Nine Lives, that uh, that cat movie. Um, it's like your third cat movie in a row or something, or second, <laughs> and maybe there's a third coming up. There's a third because, coming um, up, yeah. Potentially, potentially, because I keep choosing cat movies for you. And we've got some poll results to announce at the end of the episode. So keep yeah. listening to find out who's going to lose the next poll and what they're going to have to watch. Before we get to all of that, those fun and games, um, how you been, mate? You, you're, on a, you're on a bit of a jolly, aren't you? I'm on a bit of a road trip at the moment, yeah. I'm currently um, recording from Magnetic Island. <laughs> I'm, about, <laughs> I'm about halfway through my road trip. I started off in... Well, technically, I started my holiday in Noosa and then I picked up my vehicle in Harvey Bay and drove up the the coast and I'm planning to end up in Cairns in a couple of days. Awesome. I saw your uh, Instagram pictures. The weather looks amazing, much better than yeah. it. It's, it is over here at the moment. I saw your boat ride. Yeah, my ferry journey onto the island this morning and I got myself in a bit of a pickle this afternoon. The people from the accommodation were like, oh, there's this really good spot for a sunset. I go, but it's like a little bit off-road. I'm like, "Is my like, can you drive a regular car? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. So got there in one, one piece. I was like, I'll go there early just to make sure. I was like, oh, yeah, this is lovely. I took some photos and then drove back. And I let someone through. But when I, when I, when, when I veered left, Silly me went into a sand, sandy bit area, got myself bogged, and I was just like, it's right, just, just dig the sand out. We, you've got this. Dig the sand out, switch on the car again, got myself even more bogged. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, that's fine. It's, it's going to be fine. And I, I was like, there's a, okay, there's a house here. They've got a four-wheel drive. They should be kind enough to give me a hand. And then he's like, oh, what have you done? Anyways, he came out and gave me a hand. He pulled me out and then I headed off and then I got some beers and I came back and I dropped it on, on his, um, outdoor table. He wasn't there. And then I mm. checked out the sunset and then came back to record. <laughs> so that was my journey today. <laughs> Action packed. Action packed. You got stuck in some sand. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It's funny. lucky that people are kind enough to help you out. I'm not sure that would be the case over in the UK if you got stuck and went and knocked on someone's uh, house and was like I did it in Isle of Man one twice actually. <laughs> I I was driving a manual car and I couldn't get up the hill so I knocked on someone's door to give me a hand. I wouldn't even answer the door. Well, who's this strange person that I don't know knocking on my door? Obviously, they don't want me. I'm very jealous. I'd I'd pay good money to get stuck in some sand right now with some nice weather <laughs> on magnetic magnetic island. Is it actually magnetic? Like, do people always lose uh, their keys there? Yep. There's like there's people searching for gold. They're always around <laughs> yeah. with their magnetic zapper things. Detectorists. What have you been up to? Oh, nothing too much, mate. I, I'm more interested in what what your trip is, what, what's going on in your trip, because it's like Halloween season for us. So it's cold and it's wet and it's, uh, oh, it's Halloween today. Happy, happy Halloween. Hall oh, we didn't do that, did we? Why is it so slow? It, that's better. What's going on? Oh. We'll just keep going until it's the right speed. Oh, that's too fast. It's like one of those things when did you used to have to do assembly at school when you have to sing the songs 
and then they would go right the left side of the hole will start singing now and then you leave it a little while and then the right side of it, i forgot what it's called but you do like this weird crossover thing when there's two groups of singers I don't oh know. they I should do that say, with the, nas- the, the national <laughs> that's probably the only thing that we had to say at assembly every oh you don't have to week. sing like uh jesus jesus music oh um, not like the for Lord assembly. is my shepherd and the uh, star drink. in the night sky. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I used to know it. Anyway. Little donkey, little donkey, <laughs> there is a baby Jesus on your back. Little dog. I believe those are the are lyrics. You think, are you th- I think... Um, are you thinking Christmas carols at the end of the year at school? <laughs> it, might, it might be a Christmas carol, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all sing that's Christmas what... carols on Halloween. That's that's what we should yeah. do. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm all right, mate. I, I'm enjoying, currently, uh, I'm enjoying Halloween weekend as this episode goes out. I'm just about to finish off a three-day witch film festival stroke Halloween movie bonanza with sarah so um by the time this episode goes out if you're listening to it straight away then we're still watching movies but i'll probably talk about that a little bit more uh, in the next episode when it's not actually halloween anymore apart from that i've been working a lot and there's not that much to tell you to report on that's new but i have watched a movie i've been i've been struggling to get into films lately just because i can't sort of settle down and get into anything apart from the films that i have to watch for the podcast so it is a blessing because if i didn't have these films then i just wouldn't be watching any films at the moment you're watching tv shows to get into um am i watching tv shows no i'm not i'm not watching anything i'm just watching youtube videos because they're like 10 minutes long and even then sometimes i'm turning them off after two minutes thinking i ain't got time for this um we're watching a lot of true crime stuff and I've, i recently found out i had no idea about this but michael fassbender you might know this he's oh, trying yeah. to become he might already trying to become a racing car driver and there's a youtube series called something like michael fassbender road to le mans and it's he's just about for him a while now. i guess so yeah because it's like there's like three seasons of it on youtube yeah um and I didn't know, like I would have been all over that. But uh, I started watching that, so that was quite good. That was quite interesting. Oh, um, cool. And just generally YouTube stuff. But I have watched one movie, mm. which is relevant, Halloween Kills. The 13th, no, the 12th movie, I think, in the Halloween franchise. Bloody hell. There are some reboots, there are some offshoots, and there are... There is an anthology movie, one of which we'll be talking about a bit later on. But Halloween Kills is kind of the second movie in the latest reboot. So Halloween 2018, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it it follows on. (laughs) It ignores everything after Halloween number one, 1978, I think. Uh, And it's kind of a sequel to that. So it's another Halloween 2. And this Mm -hmm. Halloween... Two, which is also Halloween three, but Halloween twelve is the latest movie because that's not confusing. <laughs> um, it's like a revamp. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's in the middle of a of a revamp, and I really really liked Halloween twenty eighteen. I thought it was a really really strong horror film. Had some interesting themes in it, and explored the characters and the repercussions of the events. Uh, from the first film and and how that might affect somebody so it was really interesting like on a a psychological level and there were some good kills and the soundtrack was really good so i had a lot uh i had quite high expectations for this new one and it shit the bed for me completely it didn't explore i'm not going to spoil it but it didn't there's not enough jamie lee curtis who was the main character from the first film because the most right. interesting thing about the first film is the ex- exploration of her PTSD. So I was looking forward to some more Jamie Lee Curtis in this one. Didn't get enough of it. And subsequently it lost all of the interesting themes that it was exploring in the first movie. It did try to replace that with, with its own themes, which was kind of 
good on paper. It felt like this was interesting, but it just wasn't executed very well. And I'm trying very hard to talk about it without giving away too much of the plot. But it is messy and it didn't make that much sense. And with the stuff, with the new themes that they were exploring in this in this new one, it felt like they were trying to beat you over the head with it and they just kind of went on about it a bit too much. Um, right. It was just not very subtle. And some of the dialogue was... Uh, felt re- weirdly on the nose and a bit like um, it lost all the nuance of the first one. And the first, I wouldn't say the first one was like a super nuanced movie, but it just had that extra to it. And this one was completely missing, missing a lot of stuff. So um, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in, in that one, mate. So Halloween Kills, bit disappointing. Couldn't recommend it. It's not brilliant, in my opinion. Uh, what have you been watching, mate? I've watched a couple of TV shows. I'm in the middle. I'm in like the middle of season two of Breaking Bad. I thought I'd give it a, a go and and like try and finish the series. So I'm up to the episode when Better Call Saul comes involved in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching that, and then. Another limit, a limited series that just recently came on to Netflix called Made, and it's about this young um, woman who's got a daughter, and she lives with. At the start, she was living with her boyfriend, but he's like uh, abusive, like verbally abusive, and she decides to take matters in her own hands and decides to leave and try to become independent so the 10 part series is about her journey of trying to break away from him and she's trying to she's never had a job ever in her life and she gets this maid uh gig and she's giving that a go kind of thing Mm. just to get by um but yeah it's not too bad i don't know if i particularly like alex's character she's the main uh She's the lead in this uh, series. Like she tended to annoy me halfway through, but kind of an uplifting series. So maybe give it a watch if anyone's okay. interested. That's pretty much it f- about it for me. All right. So shall we move on to section two? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. So section two is the bit where we talk about our movies, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch and Hell House LLC. But before we do that, we have a topic intro. We've got a pre-recorded clip that we're going to insert because Sarah and Phil prepared a quiz for us. And after we recorded our picks episode last week, straight away we recorded their quiz. So over to us to answer some questions from Sarah and Phil. So, quiz then. Mm. What are we doing? Well, um, it's not a quiz per se, but we've got eight um, synopsis from films that are set on or around Halloween. Okay. so you're Not necessarily horror to complicate (laughs) things. It could be any genre, (laughs) but the connecting thread is Halloween. We should have thrown a curveball and put in V for Vendetta because <laughs> 5th of November is around Halloween. It is on or around, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're going to read the synopsis mm-hmm. and we have to tell you what movie it it's, is. It's kind of a synopsis that we've written, though. It's not an official synopsis. Oh. <laughs> You've written your own synopsis. Yeah. What's the plural for synopsis? Synopsis. 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 You've written your own synopsis. Mm. Well, you are prepared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for this. I used to get called SWAT in high school. <laughs> I can't think of <laughs> okay, so what who's gonna go first? Who are you gonna read to first? Um I'll go first. Are we gonna read them and then like you guys take a okay. guess and then we tell you what it is so that we don't have to repeat the question at the end? We'll and just do it as we go. Is it is it a buzzer round? Because I mean I've got a buzzer. Sure. Oh no. <laughs> Cheeky, cheeky. No, you, you don't have a buzzer. You've got a soundboard. <laughs> oh, no. That's my, that's my buzzer. So are we going to buzz in with the correct answer or or are we going to go one for one? You, guess can both, and then... you can both have a guess. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Let's do that. I'm yeah. ready. Okay. So the first one is, 
Three siblings are executed for witchcraft and utilize a spell to return 300 years later. Oh. <laughs> I think I know. Does I... it rhyme with the daft? Nope. I can only think of um, that one with Sandra Bullock, but it's got nothing to do with it. Speed. No. <laughs> Is it Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Nicole, that... Ki- uh, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that, though. No. <laughs> and it's Rufus Sewell in it. It's not practical magic. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Is that part of your witch uh, movies that you guys are watching? Practical. It may well be, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. no, Dan's got the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get it now, after that heckin' clue. <laughs> She's going to vote for you on Stitch Up. I am. That's going to yeah. be your penalty. Uh, where is the yes. clue? <laughs> Nicole asked if it was in our movie marathon. Oh, yes. It is. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, that's not check. No. No. Uh, I, d- I don't know. I, I do not know. I'm going to guess um, 12 Angry Men. <laughs> <laughs> do you give up? Yeah. I'm going to th- give up. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course it's that movie that I've never seen. <laughs> you haven't seen Hocus Pocus? Not yet. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's on, our, it's on our, uh, our film festival, witchy, witchy movies to watch. Oh, cool. Ready for question two? Yeah. Ready for question two. Go, Phil. A team of townsfolk led by a Saturday Night Live alum attempt to save Salem from a kidnapper. Oh, God. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm part of this quiz because I like um, no. Actually, no. You didn't say they're all horror-based films. No, it could be any genre, and I feel like you should get this one. Is it Hoobie Halloween? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> it was when uh, it was because you said Saturday Night Live, and I was trying mm. to think of people that were on Saturday Night Live, and then when you said you should get this one. We should probably have prefaced this by saying that we once did a gore press half Halloween event yeah. in May and we wrote a quiz and uh, <laughs> we weren't very popular because apparently we made the quiz too difficult. <laughs> you could right. have just recycled those questions. Yeah, but they weren't Halloween themed. Oh, that's just true. Just horror in general. That's mm. true. But if you like to see humans squirm, then... <laughs> so, number three. A schoolboy is visited by a giant rabbit who brings a cryptic oh, and fatal countdown. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you see, who gets the point for that? Because I was thinking that in my brain before <laughs> you, you said it. You didn't say it. it. <laughs> but you were like... Nicole. Nicole. Donnie Darko. All right. What's that one all? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not looking at your answers. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, synopsis four. This iconic spook fest features a family plagued by spirits and was among the top ten highest grossing films of 1982. Oh, I know the answer. 1982. Yeah. I can never remember if he's, 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 the director's name is Toby or Tobe. Toby. It's Toby. Mm. Who's Tobe? <laughs> no one, it's I don't think. T-O-B-E. Right, that's why I think that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toe Pooper. And it's Poltergeist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, number five. This gothic adventure was based on Washington Irving's short story about a headless horseman. If you want an additional clue, it came out in 1999. Oh, was God. it 99? Christopher Walken is in that movie. Mm-hmm. With John You've yet to say it. Jonathan Depp. <laughs> And, uh, it's Tim Burton movie, is it? Is it Tim? Is it Tim it's, Burton? Oh, Sweeney arguably, Todd. No. no. Arguably Tim Burton's last good movie. <laughs> it's Tim Burton, so Helena Bonham Carter's in it. No, actually. Really? I don't think she is. Surprising. There uh, is uh, Miranda Richardson is in it. Christina Ritchie. There is uh, Christina Ritchie. There is... Ooh, there's, there's a bunch of like pretty well-known English actors who all, whose names all escape me. Christopher Lee's in it. Christopher Lee. It's mm. Sleepy Hollow. Yes. 
Oh yeah. I just I just remembered I hadn't actually said those words. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole would we might have said. If you just said Sleepy Hollow, I would have been furious at myself. <laughs> Number six. Based on the stories and characters of a popular American children's author, played in the film by Jack Black. Scored rock. <laughs> I don't think that was part of Halloween, though. Oh, Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> no, it's not Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> I forgot that film even existed. Me too, actually. <laughs> um, we should watch Gulliver's Travels. No. <laughs> oh, God, I watched that in cinema, actually. Terrible Why? <laughs> it's called Goosebumps. It is called Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. You spoke about that recently, didn't you? Probably. Yeah. I've not seen it. Neither. It's really good. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's really fun. Family friendly. Yeah. Good fun. I wasn't at all interested in watching it until I heard you speak about it and say those kind of exact things. I was like, yeah. oh, maybe I, maybe I will visit You've that. You've seen, um, you watched Joe Dante's The Hole, right? Yes, I watched Joe Dante's The Hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar tone, similar vibes. Yeah. Okay. There's a big hole in it? The, not... I remember. <laughs> it's not the same at all, then, really, is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only difference in plot, though. Just the absence of a hole. Um, <laughs> number seven. Uh, which family friendly classic centers around the friendship between a lonely girl and an amiable spirit? <laughs> family friendly. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a pug movie. It is a pug, maybe. Yeah. Yes. What's the What's the Australian equivalent for PG? PG. Oh yeah, PG too. <laughs> yeah. Have you I seen Psycho Gorman? No. <laughs> you I feel like it. entirely. I feel like that's coming on our last uh, episode for the year, though. I feel like is that twenty twenty one? Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. Freak off. <laughs> um, family friendly. Uh huh. Movie with a also child. Also known as a kids' film. Yes, for children. Oh. Yeah. Small humans. Smaller humans. Casper. No. Casper. It is Casper. Yeah. It is Casper. Well, I. That's why I said amiable spirit instead of friendly ghost. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, thought, like, I thought that would have given it away. I would not have got it even if you said amiable ghost. <laughs> I fucking hated Casper. I went to the cinema to see that, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> Casper, he's so friendly. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't like it. It was just all a bit nice and like, it's just not realistic. What am I, ghosts ripping people's limbs off? Too wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the last synopsis of the quiz. Uh, this trailblazing film was made on a shoestring budget and became famous for the assumed deaths of its principal cast in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Sinister laugh, laugh coming from Sarah. There. Did you do it, Sarah? <laughs> yes, it was me. And they never caught me. <laughs> you seem deaf. I remember this movie. I saw this at the cin- Did you see this at the cinema? I did. Sarah and Phil? Yes. Um, didn't see it in the cinema, I don't think. Was- What's going on? Sorry. <laughs> Our cat's going on. Yeah, yes. cats are going on. Cat stuff. Uh, I, 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 I saw the. The Blair Witch Project at the cinema, oh. uh, and I remember it being like there was a huge buzz around it. Yes, yeah. huge. It, buzz. it was getting like stunning ovations in the cinema. Wow, yeah. I um. it it sticks in my mind because I saw it when I was sixteen, and my friend and I left the cinema and we had to walk through the woods behind oh. the cinema. Oh and shit! There was a very yeah. There was an abandoned derelict house, <laughs> so we sprinted. <laughs> <laughs> as fast as we could um, which definitely added to the overall experience yeah <laughs> good film though very good film I, I saw it when it came out and then I, I revisited it again I think maybe 10 years ago or something mm. and it was yeah it was alright considering it was kind of the first mainstream found footage movie yeah, yeah. it did a lot for the genre yeah I think it came out at, a, at a, like a, a really good time as well because it was mm. still when like the internet was fairly new mm-hmm. for yeah. kind of public consumption, so it really took advantage of being in that in that kind of arena, you know. Yeah. 
because people like read things on the internet and they were like, oh, it must be true. Mm. And it's mm. obviously completely different now. Well, at the time, IMDb had um, the three actors listed as dead. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a bit naughty. Which would be really controversial now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine if you... utilised it really nicely back then. If you were in a film as an actor and then you went on IMDb and it just said you was dead, <laughs> you'd be like, What's, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess you'd have to agree to it first. Uh, yeah, I imagine so. Sign that contract. At what point do you go, I'm not dead, can I speak to management? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I, I, am, I haven't I, spoken I, to my family in months. <laughs> yeah. I'm really dead, but I've got to go on Jimmy Kimmel and promote film. <laughs> so who won that quiz? I think Me. you did, cool. mate. <laughs> I, think just, I think we all won it in our own ways. Yeah. We're all, we're all we're winners. We're all walking away. We're all we're, we're winners. All, we're, we're, all, we're, we're all wieners and we all get a little badge yeah um you're the best we're all the best around no <laughs> what <laughs> no, wait, that's <sighs> thanks for that quiz <laughs> no thanks for that quiz that was a lot of fun i guess it's back to us for the halloween episode back in the studio Thanks, Sarah and Phil, for that quiz. Um, that was fun. And it that was, was nice so not to have to prepare. Fun. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so shall we talk about our movies? Yeah. What were you thinking to start off with? Uh, I think we should start with Hell House LLC and finish off with oh. Halloween 3, being the, the Halloween movie. It's got Halloween in the title. So cool. let's start with Hell House LLC. And I believe Hell House LLC was on Phil's list of movies um so it came out in 2015 it's 93 minutes long it was directed by Stephen cognetti and the synopsis reads five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of a ha- halloween haunted house tour a documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened so yeah found footage movie about a haunted house and I, I suppose um, I quite liked sometimes when a movie opens with like a, the ending of a film and then goes back and explains how they got there. Sometimes I feel that that removes tension from a film. Yeah. But in this case, for me, it really it worked. I feel like if it didn't have that bit at the start, it might have been a bit of a long time until things started happening, and I might have got a bit bored by it. But because I knew it was kind of leading up to that. I found it that actually added to the tension, oddly mm. for me. So I quite enjoyed that, that it started with the people trying to, or the public trying to escape this um, haunted house attraction, and then it goes back and explains it. Um, have you ever been in a on a haunted maze or a horror attraction or anything like that? Uh, no. And before this film, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't, I've always wanted to give it a go. I think I still mm. would, but I... Give me like a year or two after the trauma of this film. <laughs> to forget the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, if you're ever going to um, go on one, let me know and I'll just text you. Remember Hell House LLC? Yeah, I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> if, if we're ever in the same country and do, do they do them in the UK? They must. Yeah, they do. I've been, yeah. I, I've been on one in Thorpe Park years ago. It was a sore really? horror maze and it scared the shit out of me. I was so, so fucking scared. It's like I had PTSD afterwards. It was fucking horrifying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So you um, you wouldn't do it again? I Yeah, I probably would for a laugh. I probably yeah. would. But it, was, um, it wasn't it was much fun at the time, and I probably regret it as soon as I did it again. But, uh, mm. yeah, just, just scary. It just scared the shit out of me. It just made me jump. It was just a dark room and people jumping out at you. And it was just very... Very uncomfortable. This is, as we said, it's a found footage movie, and I I find like there are they can either be they're they're hit or miss found footage movies. I think either they work really well or they don't, and I do think that this one worked well, and I did think that the kind of the setup or the reasons for it all being filmed worked. You know, they were buying this haunted house, this haunted house. They were refurbishing it so that they could create a horror maze. 
and they were documenting it for a YouTube video. So I, I believed that it was all being filmed and they all had the reasons for it. And it did what it needed to do, this film, for me. it was It's a horror film. It's found footage. It built tension quite well, and it had some really good scares. And overall, I quite enjoyed this one. I found, like, the, the found footage um, the most scary part. Like, them, you know, yeah, they've got these three clowns in, in one instance, and they um, turn the camera, and the next minute they're, they're all facing one way or there's, like, there's there's so this so-called dummy that is standing in a in like an old school suit and is just like staring at it. It's like, oh dude, like dude, what are you doing? And then next minute it disappears. Um, and they think it's their mate when it's not. Like that type of shit scared the absolute crap out of me. The actual night of the footage, when they're near the end, that didn't really scare me that much because I guess they didn't really show. Did they show any of the gory, the gory parts of that? Not really. They didn't show an awful lot, which is something that I thought actually worked in its favour because it was quite a short mm. movie. It was more right. about the tension for me. Um, yeah. They didn't show. They they showed some blood. Um, they didn't show that much, and they just showed glimpses of the ghosts, ghosty ghosts. But yeah, you're right. The creepy dolls were very fucking creepy. That was done really well. How did you watch this? Did you watch it just in a normal way? Did you put it on your, your telly and just consume it? Because I put my headphones on, switched off the lights, so it was proper close and atmospheric for me. I thought someone was knocking at the door as we, mm. I was like, there's a fucking ghost here. <laughs> 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 Let me in. Um, no, I watched – actually, no, I think I did watch it with my headphones on my tablet in my room. Mm. And I think I texted you, like, near the end of the film and I was like, I, I don't know if I can fucking watch this because I was yeah. in my hostel room. Uh, luckily, it was a room on my own, but I was just like, oh, no, I think I need to step away from this movie and then come mm. back to it. A few days later, stayed in, like, a, a creepy – well, it was a, it was kind of cool to stay in a pub, but it was like, oh, I guess a horror series, something like a horror could have happened in this hotel, in this um, pub room. I was just like, yeah. oh, don't think about it, don't think about it. Atmospheric. Yeah. So you, it yeah. did what it needed to do for you then. So you found it atmospheric and it scared you a bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, same, which is very unusual for, for a movie. Like I felt – goosebumps and like where they would show a flash of the the ghosty ghosts i was like oh that's a yeah. bit weird so yeah. i actually thought it was a very effective little horror film and i had a good time watching it okay so final thoughts on hell house just to reiterate what i said already really it was all about the tension for me it was all about the scares and i didn't although like it was kind of obvious where it was going it was interesting to see how it got there and then the final kind of things that happen at the very end of the film, I didn't expect where they were going with that. And actually, I think I might even watch Hill House 2 uh, and see how we get on with that. Um, did what it needed to do. I would say it was a solid 6.5 out of 10 for me. Would definitely watch it again. Uh, yeah. One of the better found footage movies, I think, for me. Agreed. It's a lot better than like Paranormal Activity. I think that was like kind of one of my first found footage that I ever watched. Yeah. And I only found it really scary near the end when like she gets her leg gets pulled away and then she gets like thrown up the top. Like that was yeah. the only scary bit. Um, but this was scary throughout was... the whole. Did you enjoy that film? I thought it was all right. Yeah. I thought the first one was all right. Yeah. But you thought, you, but you preferred this one. You preferred Hell House to Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I think this. I think this film had more tension for me, at yeah. least, compared to yeah. the first Paranormal Activity. Um, so I, I'm also going to give this a six point five. Awesome. Yeah, pretty yeah. good, pretty strong. So, shall we move on to Halloween Three: Season of the yeah. Witch, <laughs> which was Sarah's pick. Which was Sarah's pick. And uh, we didn't mention before, but uh, we did mention it last week, that these are both movies that Radio Gore Press have covered. Um, and they dedicate a whole episode to it. So if you hear our episode and think, oh, I'd like to hear more about Halloween, 
uh, season of the witch and hill house llc go and check their podcast out because they they talk for like ages about them and they go actually wait, into depth. this was phil's pick wasn't it that's right because this was out of my my list of films i think this was on sarah's list anyway it doesn't matter it was on a combined matter. radio gore press list uh halloween three Season of the Witch. It was directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. It came out in 1982 and it's 98 minutes long. There is a tagline for this one and it says, The Night No One Came Home. Um, that does that re- is that really relevant to this movie? The Night That No not One really. Came Home? No, it's not, is it? I, was, I even checked to see if I was reading the right tagline from the right movie. Okay, so synopsis reads, Dr. Daniel Chalice and Ellie Grimbridge stumble onto a gruesome murder scheme when Ellie's novelty salesman father, Harry, is killed while in possession of a Halloween mask made by the Silver Shamrock Mask Company. The company's owner, Conal Cochran, wants to return Halloween to its darker roots using his masks and his unspeakable scheme would unleash death and destruction across the country. Also, Stonehenge. Um... It stars Ooh. Tom Atkins, Stacey Nelkin, Dan O'Herley, and Michael Curry. And I've never seen this movie, mostly because it's kind of regarded as a as a terrible film. But right out the gate, I'm going to say to you, this was better than I thought it was going to be. It's oh, not, really? It's not a great movie, don't get me wrong, but I've seen much, much worse. I was expecting this to be like lowest of the lows kind of stitch-up film. And it just wasn't that bad to me. It was some things that I liked. So the, the the music, the score was incredible. I thought that it was what the happy happy Halloween song. Maybe not that one, but like all of the atmospheric kind of synth, John Carpenter synth stuff was great. Yeah, the happy happy yeah. Halloween song. I mean, they, Gore Press did warn us about another earworm, and my God. I should have taken that warning more seriously because it's all I've yeah. been singing for like the last week and a half is happy, happy oh Halloween, happy Halloween, eight more days till Halloween. And um, Silver Shamrock. that was just throughout this film all the time. Yeah. But I guess the easiest way to talk about this film would be to start at the beginning because it starts with a, a guy running away from some men in suits uh, claiming that they're going to kill everyone. Yeah, he manages to kill one of these guys in the suits, and straight away is when he gets run over by that car. I thought that's a weird choice. Like a, he gets run over and he just sort of flops, flops back and flops down again. I thought it was a strange way to show a death. But then I guess later on that they kind of explain that these people in suits are actually robots. And I'm confusing myself talking about it because you've got <laughs> weird robots. You've got magic stones, and if you remove some of the magic stones and put it on computer chips, you can fry children's brains. And that's that's yeah. the plot of this movie, because Colonel Cochrane, this toy guy, he wants to kill lots of children on yeah. Halloween night, well, and that's it, the reason for this. Well, this anyone this that's advert. got a mask on, right? Well, he yeah, children and animals is what he's going for, though. That like ideally, that's what he, right. who he wants to kill because it's this weird witch thing and also like season of the witch it's called season of the witch i don't think there are any witches in this movie no it's, it's weird. a weird one yeah it's a weird one because i mean i'm confusing myself talking about this i'm all over the place but tom atkins plays this doctor guy who is creepy constantly drinking guy. creepy doctor he's pinching asses he's kissing lips he's sleeping with women half his Random. age he's <laughs> Yeah, it's he's not the best uh, hero character, and um, he's investigating this death because someone, this guy that was trying to run away from these suited men in the beginning, ends up in his hospital and gets killed by said suited man, who who then sets himself on fire. Um, and Tom Atkins is trying to investigate what's going on. The guy who died at the beginning of the film his daughter comes along for the ride and she's also trying to find out what happened to her dad so cue road trip cue halloween road trip to santa mira where these masks are made and then they just mill about for about an hour 
trying to find out more about these masks. Um, where and this town is run by this Colonel Cochrane guy, and for some reason there's a curfew. Everyone has to yeah, be that's really at weird. home by like nine p.m., including cats. How it's do you not, police that? It's not. It's not fucking COVID. Like it's, it's so weird. weird. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense it's not like it's explained or there's a reason for it it's just like no nah, there's a curfew and there's and if you're characters. out you get killed or whatever but it's it's weird though because he ends up going he's at the bottle or what do you guys call like at the liquor store um buying some stuff when that curfew is technically happened nothing really happens to him happens to other people like it doesn't make any sense none of this film makes any fucking sense like uh it's so weird it's so all over the place that nothing kind of it, there's no reason for any of it and no, none of it kind of feeds into the wider plot of the film if you there is i mean the plot is um halloween masks plus murder yeah um, but none of it kind of falls in line and sort of forms the pathway to the final confrontation, if you can call it that. Uh, it's a weird fucking movie, but I didn't hate it. I quite enjoyed the experience of watching this film on a ridiculous level, laughing at the characterization or the Shamrock song or the weird reason that the cats have to be in by 9pm. I just had a lot of fun watching it. And yeah, I would, Have you seen... Have you seen a fair few of these Halloween films? Um, no, I probably haven't seen that many. I've definitely seen the first one. I've definitely seen okay. H2O. I've probably seen like half of them. I've probably seen okay. bits of all of them over the years on television and stuff, but I couldn't tell you which one was which. Do they always um, ha- def- end with a cliffhanger? I can't remember. I can't remember. Did this one end with a cliffhanger? Yeah, well, they were, it was at the end. So these masks that they have, they've got a chip in it, and then if you're wearing if you're wearing the mask at 9 p.m., this silver um, shamrock ad, was, well, was, there was supposed to be like a, a prize, right? There was like some sort of raffle if you watched the or some special show. I, I think that they were making that up. I don't think there really was a prize. I think the prize okay. was death. <laughs> death, yeah. <laughs> So if you're wearing the mask, your your face got pretty much melted and I guess the silver shamrock guy was going to take your body and then create you into these robotic creatures that he's been creating that the in general. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't, every, I don't think it every, was. I think he just wanted to kill everyone. I don't... Well, the other, the other guys that were like so his so-called robots, didn't they come from the same kind of thing they were killed in that way and then he's revamped them in, as a robot oh, well, I don't know. well maybe i didn't get that at all from the from the movie but i mean i was kind of there was there were moments where i was laughing for quite a long time so there was uh, it's possible that i missed some stuff but yeah so i mean it's interesting that you say that it ends on a cliffhanger for me it's not really a cliffhanger it just ends with lots of people dying and i was kind of like oh well, no, Cool. You don't know if they if they die, well they're like change turn turn off that channel or something and then it's like ah and then it just yeah. goes to blank. So or that's you the would end assume of that the, they're all dead. Yeah. That's the that's the end of the movie because Tom Atkins is phone. Who's he ringing by the way to say to turn off all the television? Hello, Mister Television. Please turn off everything immediately. All right, you've done. Then you've turned works. off one. Now turn off two. But he's just talking to one person. One person's controlling the entire entertainment industry for America. Weird. Weird. (laughs) Weird. None of it makes any fucking sense. But I thought it was brilliant. And I had a great time watching it. Um, And I might buy it. It might be the only Halloween movie that I own. Really? Um, Yeah. It's it's entertaining. (laughs) I could see myself watching this every, every year. Um maybe as a Halloween warm-up, as my Halloween morning warm-up movie, just to get into mm. the into the group. I feel like it'd be impossible to be in a bad movie, uh, be in a bad mood, bad movie. Watching I feel like it'd be impossible to be in a bad mood watching this movie because it just made me smile most of the way through it. I don't know if that was the intention. Like, I guess they were going for quite a serious movie. What's that? 
<laughs> some birds walking in the. <laughs> it's not. It's not a. It's not a bush turkey. Bush turkey doesn't sound like that. I didn't think it was a bush turkey. It did, like you say, no. it doesn't sound anything like a bush turkey. That's more ah. Like I said, I had a good time in this movie. The characters were really, really paper thin. And particularly the female characters, there was just nothing to them. They were just sort uh, of, they just sort of popped up. Helpless. Seemingly to be, yeah, it's just for as someone for Tom Atkins to either get something from or to sleep with. And yeah. that amused me as well. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but it was fun. And I guess more enjoying it on an ironic level i would give this six out of t- six out of ten i would say oh, it's like a three right. three I, out of five I, I thought you were gonna give this like a seven or, or a 7.5 like i no, was this is i, it, I found it hard because it, it like i'm really watching it it's a low star movie it's not it's not it looks really good it sounds really good but the plot makes no fucking sense and the characters are awful and the dialogue's not great so there is no. stuff that's good in this and there's stuff that's bad in it and it sort of balances out for me to be a mm. bit of a, a three-star movie because the, the entertainment factor is is the most important thing for me. Uh, uh, yeah, so six, six, six out of ten. We agree both on our films this week. I felt, I felt like, like, a, yeah, like a 5.5 was probably a bit too low for this film, so I thought six out of ten. Yeah. It's not... Yeah amazing but it's yeah it's okay it's definitely not amazing (laughs) awesome so we did it then we spoke about our two halloween themed movies halloween 3 and at hell house llc as chosen by us and radio gore press in the last episode so thanks guys for helping us choose those movies and i guess we should move on to announcing the thing for the next episode next week is going to be episode 97. 97 yeah so we're getting close to that 100 and we've got something to announce for episode 100 but but before that episode 97 we're going to be choosing Denny Villeneuve movies so in honor of June which is has recently been released in theaters and on HBO Max we thought we would talk about Denny Villeneuve movies so yeah don't forget to tune in to the next episode to find out what we're going to be choosing. And then for our 100th episode, I had a thought that we could go back to all of the films that we could have potentially chosen for mm. the podcast and do a bit of a take two. Yes. So me and Dan, we're going to choose six films each and those films will go onto a poll for our listeners to choose which top three we should have. And then on our 99th episode, we'll choose out of that top three. Yeah. Out each of our top three. Yeah, that's right. So if you're listening on Halloween, October the 31st, head over to our Instagram and follow us at Twin Picks Pod because we're going to start running these polls for, as you say, episode 99, where we're going to pick six films each that we've chosen in the past. It's very important. So we're doing second chance movies. Um, but as you said, we're going to choose six each and put them on some polls. So how are we going to do this? I reckon we should go, I go one, you go one. So our first, so just say our first and second pick is going to be against each other on the poll. And then our third and fourth pick will be against each other on the poll. And then our fifth and sixth pick will be against each other on the poll. So there'll be a total of six polls and I'm going to do a daily poll so that way it's not too many in one go. Okay, so starting tomorrow then, poll time. Yeah. Poll time. So we need to announce these movies then for the polls. Um, are we going? Are we doing that now? Let's let's announce them now. Okay. My first pick is going to be the Mule. Okay. What's your first pick? My hot first pick is Hot Fuzz. Great. My second pick is Big Trouble in Little China. Cool. My second pick is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And then my next pick is Honey Boy. My pick number three is Spider-Man Into the (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Verse. My next pick is Her. My fourth pick is Ghostbusters. My number five is Lost Boys. 
Ooh, say hello to the knights. <laughs> Fucking love this movie. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So my pick number five is Ronin. Of course. My final pick. What am I going to choose? I'm going to choose something different. I'm going to go Handmaiden. Handmaiden. Okay. And my final pick is Super Bob. You didn't put Drive. I didn't put Drive. I didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. I could... <laughs> I'm very surprised. I started listening to the episodes and, and writing down what we'd chosen, and I just got sick of it. I got sick of it. So I just picked like my first six and was like, that's it. No, I'm not doing any more research. They're the ones we picked. <laughs> um, awesome. So we've picked 12 movies between us, six each. And as you said, they're going to be going on a poll. So my first and second pick, so Hot be Hot Fuzz versus Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Into mm-hmm. the Spider-Verse versus Ghostbusters, Ronin versus Super Bob. Your ones will be The Mule versus Big Trouble in Little China, Honey Boy versus Her, and Lost Boys versus Handmaiden. And the winners of those six polls will form part of the six movies we chose for the picks episode. And then we'll whittle our, de- our choices down to the final two from there in a normal way. But this just gives an opportunity for people to vote on the movies that are gonna that we're going to talk about briefly in the picks episode. Um. And that's what we're doing for number 100. So number 100 is, I guess we're going to call it like second chance movies, you know, something like along those lines. Um, and you're going to help us choose them. So head okay. over to at Twin Picks Pod on Instagram and look out for these polls starting tomorrow and running for six days, I guess, uh, Monday to Saturday or Tuesday to Sunday, whatever time zone works for you. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to seeing what people will choose between those because we've got a big mixture of movies there. Some comedies, some horror, some drama, some crime, some sci-fi, some comic book movie. We've got a lot there. And um, yeah, excited to see the the outcome. Big variety, yeah. Big variety. Um, So I guess we need to move on to the final section, which is Stitch Up. As we said before, mm. one of us has to watch a terrible film. Last time you lost the Wheel of... Wheel of I was going to say Wheel of Death. I guess that's more appropriate than Wheel of Fortune in this case. <laughs> because you had to watch Nine Lives, which is a, a movie about a cat. And usually I like to do a little bit of research about these stitch-up movies that you're going to be watching. But this time I've done nothing. I've done nothing at all. Ooh. So I, all I know about this this movie is that it's about a cat and it's got Kevin Spacey doing the cat voice Spacey. in it. So it's already a level of awkwardness and, and horribleness to it. <laughs> a level of horror. A level of, of well, exactly, sort. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Nine Lives came out in 2016, 87 minutes long, nice and short-ish. Mm. Um, it's got Kevin Spacey, Jennifer Gardner, Manila Wiseman, Robbie Emil, Amel, Robbie Amel, we'll say. Robbie Amel, yeah, uh, Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, the tagline is, his life just got put in on pause. <laughs> but pause as in cat hands. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His life got put on pause. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that was more funnier than the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the synopsis is a stuffy businessman finds himself trapped inside the body of his family's cat. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. And what is a stuffy businessman? What's a stuffy businessman? I don't know why it says stuffy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm definitely saying it right. You are, yeah. <laughs> are you reading it as well? I am. It was directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. What's what happened? else has he done? Uh, Men in Black. Um, Men in Black 2. Um, Men in Black Stanley. 3. Wild Wild um, West. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West, yeah. I suppose we should have seen it coming. Um, so the poster for this movie is a cat wearing a shirt and tie. So yeah. is it Kevin Spacey that's been catted? Yes. So okay. Kevin Spacey's Good. character, he's like a CEO and he's wanting to create this 
like maybe the tallest building in the city that uh, he's in. And there's something happens to the building. I think it's only like the highest building because of the like electric or maybe the the telephone power line, oh, but yeah. it's a little bit dodgy. Something there's something dodgy about it anyway. And he's a workaholic. He never sees his wife, which is Jennifer Gardner, or the kids. And his daughter for, like, he keeps on missing, like, birthdays and all that. So it's his daughter's birthday. And the thing that she really wants is a cat. So he goes down to this, like, random place to get this cat who um, is played, the guy who so-called has his cat shop or animal shop is uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, it's that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your daddy gave him. me this cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, the cat chooses you. And the cat was like, "It's." I think it was a feral cat. I don't even know if it was part of his shop. Anyway, he takes his cat home. And then there was this, there's, there's this accident on the, the top of this building. I think he's, um, one of his colleagues is, is trying to like take over and take over the business or sell his business. And anyway, he ends up falling off this building and with all the electricity and the thunderstorm and all that kind of thing, he somehow, he he's obviously in bed uh, unconscious in the hospital, um, but somehow his spirit or whatever has come into this cat. <laughs> and, um, and then he starts to discover, you know, what his family really thinks of him and, his oh, wife right. is like kind of kind of seeing a guy potentially but isn't and his son really wants to do well and you know at in the end you know he, Kevin Spacey's character becomes really proud of him and and all of this weird stuff and yeah it sounds fucking terrible it sounds like my worst nightmare. Like cliche businessman doesn't have any time. I always fuck. Even as a kid, I hated it in films that cliche when there's a cat, a, a cat that when there's a, a dad that just doesn't have time for the kids. Because I was always like, yeah, he's got to go work and then that cheddar, isn't he? Um, yeah. I always thought that was a bit, bit of a weird, bit of a weird trope. And I guess so. The device that they use in this for Kevin Spacey to find out that he's a terrible person. Um, is that they turn him into a cat. I wish that they could do that to real Kevin Spacey, turn him into a cat, for a bit, <laughs> even if it's just for a bit. Let's, let's petition that. Okay, uh, was it entertaining or was it dull or, like, what was the It was the just a bit weird. I think if you're if you're a 10-year-old, you might enjoy this film. Okay. Like, when I was younger, I didn't mind Cats and Dogs, and then I watched it, like, maybe 10 years ago, and I was just like, oh, this is so bad. Is that the one yeah. with the cat and dog war with maybe Jeff Goldblum's a, a voice or something? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, this I haven't seen that one. Weird. Oh, good to know. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and the the way that he comes back into his body is, I think he needs to. Oh, his son. He thinks his son is about to commit suicide, so he's oh, he's about stock. to jump off this. I know he's about to jump off this building and then the cat jumps after him as well and it somehow like brings his spirit back into his actual body and his son was just doing like a parachute off the the (laughs) building that they've just about to launch. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck was going on in this movie? It sounds even more confusing than Halloween (laughs) 3. For us to for this the stitch ups that I've had recently, this wasn't yeah. too bad. Okay, I'll probably give it like a two. That's not. I mean, um, that's not the worst stitch up, as you say. Two out of ten is yeah. a pretty good score for the watcher. Um, it was a bit of a last minute choice for me. I wanted to stay on the cat theme, and that's why I chose it. I did look at when I was looking up, thinking, "Is this bad enough?" Obviously, it wasn't. So, must try harder. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just trying to bring up the poll. Oh, right. Yeah, because we've got to find out who 
is going to be watching the Stitch Up movie for the the next Stitch Up review. Correct. The movies were William and Kate, which has stayed on the poll from the third time in a row, versus The Cat from Outer Space for you. So you put this poll on this time. Yep. So how were the results? Just seeing how many people voted. There was a total of 11 votes. Definite winner then, odd number. Yeah. Um, With 55%, it was William and Kate. Fuck. Okay. It was going to happen eventually. Yeah. William and Kate. All right, so I've got to watch William and Kate. My second, I think this is a Lifetime movie as well, my second Royal Family Lifetime movie, so thanks for that. (laughs) I'm going to be an expert in the the pissing marriage (laughs) royal weddings. Um, Okay, so William and Kate, finally, I'm going to have to watch that. And that does mean that the cat from outer space stays on the pole for the next for the next one. Um, it does mean that you have to replace William and Kate with something else. So what are you replacing this, it with? This looks quality. Like whenever you have to watch this film, I think I'm going to watch it with you. <laughs> my, my next stitch up film for you is called The Attack of the Killer Donuts. I wondered what you what you was going to say then. The attack of the killer donuts. Yeah, I've never even heard of this. Um, I would ask you what it's about, but I the title kind of gives it away. Okay, cool. So next poll then, for me, it's the attack of the killer donuts versus the cat from outer space for you. So don't forget to vote for Nicole to watch the cat from outer space. Very important that you do that. If you want to keep listening to the show, um, is to just keep voting for Nicole. You don't on those have polls. to keep on doing that to listen to the show. You could also vote for Dan and watch this attack of the killer donuts. No, it's very important because it's in the, in the <laughs> fine print as a, as a listener, part of the responsibilities as a, as a, a listener is to vote for Nicole in the polls. So if you read the fine print of the, the contract, then all the listeners will see that. So, you know, I've the more... I've seen this contract, Dan. Well, you should... I mean, it's on the website, on the T's and C's. You have to click the link that's on the... Um, right. On, on the, the, the front page, like the summary signature page. There's a little on link on there Instagram that says... On Instagram page? It's just on that piece of paper, you know, that you might have seen uh, knocking around <laughs> somewhere. And as soon as... Whenever you download an episode of the Twin Peaks podcast, this piece of paper automatically gets mailed to you. Like, not emailed. It actually goes to your to address. Um, oh, so when that drops, you know, I would just advise people to go and read the full T's and C's on the website because it does stipulate that you must vote for Nicole on the Stitch Up polls. <laughs> and if you don't, then you can't listen anymore. You, if you no, vote for don't, me, don't, don't, don't be like that. <laughs> don't be like that. Listen, no, mate. We don't want we don't want just listeners based on voting for me. We want that's listen- what I want. No. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to get rid of Stitch Up if it keeps on being me every week. Yeah, it would just be Nicole's Stitch Up uh, section. That's what we all rename it to. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my Stitch Up corner. Um, yes, yeah, so head over to our Instagram at Twin Picks Pod to vote on these polls. You can also find us on Twitter at Twin Picks Pod. If you'd like to email the show, you can do on Gmail at twinpickspod at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, you can do at ko-fi.com slash podcast and support us and help us with some hosting costs and, more importantly, with our coffee needs because you need caffeine to do this podcast. Well, I do anyway. Dan's you're, had, you're probably all yeah, right. Dan's had three copies already and it's only like, what, what time do we record? Like 11 o'clock your time. It's, That's it's way like, too many coffee. Yeah, it is. That's, it is, but it's necessary. And it's costly. So if there's any way that you can support us and you can afford it, then we'd be very much appreciated <laughs> of it. But if you can't, then just carry on listening. And as long as you vote for Nicole, you can carry on listening. Um, where can we find you, mate? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Chikanika or Nika Creative. Awesome. So don't forget to tune in to the next episode where we're going to be choosing our Dini Villeneuve movies to watch for the following episode in 98. And also, as mentioned earlier, don't forget to look out for our Instagram stories for all the polls that are happening this week. To uh, And go and vote and help us choose our movies for episodes 99 and 100. So, yeah, if you made it this far, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.
Goodbye. See ya.